Hello gamers, your ears are in the right place. I'm your host, Kelthar, and you're listening to I Never Cast for this episode 16. And we are a podcast dedicated to bringing forth discussions or debates on controversial gaming topics and hopefully putting them to rest. And today we're actually going to be discussing the mega popular roguelite game Hades, which came out, when did that come out? Two weeks ago? Something like that. But uh, before we get into the deep dive of the discussion, uh, let me introduce who we have here with us today. So returning to the podcast, we have Erebus. How's it going, man? Good, man. Good, man. It's been been a while, but excited to be back. Yeah, it's been a while. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, too. And uh, we have a very special guest with us today for the first time on the podcast. We have, ba- is it Bama Hutboon? Am I saying yes. that right? Yes, that's correct. Bama Hut Boone. And we'll, do, we'll just call you Boone for short today. But how's it yeah, going, man? That works. Yeah. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks. Good. So, for those of us that uh, have absolutely no idea who you are, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, okay. I. Hmm. How personal like, do you want here? <laughs> that, that's up to you. You're the one uh, on the internet broadcasting around the, for around the globe here. So, <laughs> okay. Well, I'll try to I'll I'll try to stick it to just the gaming related stuff. Uh, I sure. would call myself a casual gamer. Okay. Uh, I met you, Kelfair, here in Gander, where I'm currently residing, and yep. you are not. That is right. I, and, I abandoned that um, as of a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I guess that's good enough for now. Yeah. So you're you stream on Twitch, right? Very seldom and very very amateurly. Am- amateurly is that a word? No. <laughs> no. It is not. It is not. But uh, yeah, so you but you just what I meant, right? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. But yes. Um, so Boone, you just started streaming uh, very recently. You're very very. Uh, very new but what uh what thing kind of stuff do you uh stream on your twitch channel i think the very first thing i might have streamed was some uh super mario maker 2 because that that was the first thing that i watched on twitch right uh and i found that really entertaining really Mm -hmm. interesting and so that's kind of that's what i started um i i've done a little mix in the little bit that i've been on there uh I don't really want to continue doing a mix. I guess I'm just kind of trying to find what I enjoy playing the most. Sure. While others are watching, you know, trying to I mean? find what sticks and then, yeah. See yeah. What ropes people in that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I like, I, I like a variety of things, but I don't want to be playing a variety of things all the yeah. time. No, for sure. Like, it, it is a grind to get into it and, and get, get yeah. a steady, eventually you'll get your steady uh, viewership to come in and all that. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, but yeah, I started with that, but I guess to segue into, not that I'm taking lead here, but to segue into what we're talking about, uh, I most recently uh, streamed a couple hours of Hades. Ooh, that that is an excellent segue because that's what we'll mm-hmm. be talking about here today. But yes, if any of you are into uh, N- Nintendo Switch in general, um, Bama Hut Boone is a uh, he streams ex- as far as I know exclusively Nintendo Switch games. So uh, give him a follow on Twitch at Bama Hut Boone. Yes, no worries. Done. <laughs> perfect uh just uh, before we dive into the discussion here uh we have a new time normally we were at nine o'clock eastern time on mondays now we're a half hour back from that so now we're going to do eight thirty p.m eastern time and uh, we're going to shorten the show a little bit too uh i know the show has been a little bit lengthy in the past so we're going to try to keep it to under an hour and uh, yeah, if you can't catch the show live on Twitch, you can always catch the live show on YouTube. We're also available on most major podcast networks. And if we're not on one, just let us know. And uh, you can find us on Twitch where we have a pre-show and we usually have a bit of a post-show after as well. And at the very end of the episode, there will be a trivia game show where I ask a question and try to stump these guys and see if they can uh, figure out the answer to the question. So, before we talk about Hades, what have you uh, guys been up to? It could be gaming-wise or life-wise, whatever. So, Erebus, we'll start with you. What's, uh, what have you done the last little while since July was the last episode we had? So, think July of- was the last episode? Yeah, so I'm yeah. Uh, back to work full-time, so life is a little bit more normal. And I had a, I don't know if I had my second son before the last stream or not, but I have another son. So I have well, when's your son, now, when is so your son's birthday? July 30th. 
Is it? No, I just made it up. Oh. It's July 30th. Oh, okay. Well, our last episode was like July 21st, I think. So I remember the last okay. episode you said, I want to plug my baby. <laughs> Your future oh. baby. So I think you were all just about uh, to have him. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, uh, yeah, so he's uh, two months old now, and uh, my other son is 21 months old, so our house is crazy. and yeah. So that's keeping me busy. So the gaming is not nearly uh, as high as what it used to be. Or dare I say, should I what I like it to be? But it uh, it's been it's been uh, it's been fun. But uh, gaming wise, um, playing lots of Hades. I, I haven't played in the last couple of days, but well, I'm sure we'll get into that. But I, I'm I still love it. I just mm-hmm. I've been hooked recently with a couple of buddies on um, in like our space mood. So we've been playing uh, No Man's Sky, uh, which I think yeah. is almost it could almost have its own podcast too. It's a space sim ex- exploration game. I'm playing it in VR. Uh, you played it a couple of times with Mikel there as well. And uh, so far, it's been a hit. It was a game that when it launched, it was a complete flop and utter disaster. But mm-hmm. they've released 10 free expansions. And it's been... Uh, is it 10? Pretty, 10, yeah. Holy 10 was... Uh, 10, Origins is the newest one. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of one of... It's had a huge kind of redemption arc with uh, Hello Games, which is the developer. So it's been uh, it's been cool to watch. And uh, I'm I'm really digging it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm doing lately. Nice. Yeah. As Erebus said, yeah, I've been joining him there too, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very relaxing, especially in very VR. Chill. I don't know what it's very like chill. outside of VR, but I imagine it's very similar. Considering I just tried it. I tried it right before the podcast for about a half an hour with non-VR, and it's cool, but it's not nearly yeah. the same experience. Not even close. And I know Athricus is completely hooked on it, and he doesn't even have VR. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool no, for sure. And uh, Boone, what about you? I know you said you've been playing a little bit of Hades. Have you been playing anything else? Yeah, um, a little bit of Mario Maker as well, as you've, uh, as I mentioned earlier. Um, I don't know if either of you have tried this. This is a pretty casual game, but it's pretty fun. Um, the uh, Super Mario Brothers 35 that came out, oh, I don't know, like yeah. a week or two ago. That's it's the like a, Battle a, Royale, right, of Mario? Yes, it's a free download with the uh, Nintendo Switch online package. Right. And uh, it's essentially like what Tetris 99 was, just with Mario Brothers. And that's awesome. Five of you. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. I got to that. Did you say that's a, a casual game? Is that, well, I would say that's more like a stressful, like, hectic well, game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you sit down and 15 minutes later at max, you're you're done around and you can you can go on yeah Th- that's what i mean i, gu- I guess sure. in some senses it's a bit of a butt clencher but um <laughs> it no it's a lot of fun i've won twice i came first twice, oh wow that's awesome and i came twice once right and then you know i've placed like average all the other times but it's a lot of fun there's like some daily ta- challenges with it and and so it's like a reason to go go back every day and uh but no, it's a lot of fun. I recommend if you've got the Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. Whenever I, my, my uh, Nintendo Switch Online ran out, so when I get it back, I'll definitely be uh, uh, yes. checking I wish they'd do that Twitch Prime promotion again. The, oh, man. We got so many free months from that. Yeah. Like they had like a, it was a year, I think, wasn't it? it uh, yeah. I it was think two so. six month things, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I assume that's gone now, but huh? yeah, for sure. But yeah, definitely I, I will check that out when I get online again because i'm sure uh, you know if they ever make smash bros online actually playable then uh, i will be signing up immediately <laughs> dream yeah that is the dream all right i think we're ready to get into the topic of the week so as we mentioned at the top of the show the topic of the week is going to be hades now i don't know if we're ha- we'll have any controversial discussion today maybe we will have a little bit because that's what the show normally centers on but today we just all three of us have absolutely loved this game and we figured hey why not we should make a show all about this game to discuss it and uh yeah let's just get into it like like this game is awesome right like do you guys think this game is is game of the year contending what do you think Uh, yeah yeah i I uh, yeah i i I think it's uh it's well do you want like are you gonna do like a quick oh okay let me let me back up for those if anybody has no idea what the heck hades is uh, I guess Erebus, do you want to just give a brief overview of what it is? Yeah, it's a isometric roguelite game. Uh, so it's made by, uh, oh my God, Hello, Supergiant, the Supergiant games. 
um, who are the makers of Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre. Um, they are pretty small. They're sort of still they're still an indie developer, but they uh, Hades is end, is their first take on the roguelite genre, and it's been on Steam in kind of like an early access thing for the last year, and it's like overwhelmingly positive. I think it's at forty or fifty thousand reviews there on Steam. And it just went live on Switch and PC and Xbox and stuff uh, a couple weeks ago. And essentially, uh, it's a roguelike game that has embedded story elements. So the, the, the general the kind of spoiler-free story is that your Hades son, Zagreus, I believe his name is. Zagreus, yeah. yeah. Zagreus, and uh, you are, for a few reasons, trying to uh, escape... Uh, hell, essentially, and uh, that you're basically climbing through uh, various four, four different areas, uh, trying to escape. And when you die, you come back to Hades' lair, room, or whatever it's called, and uh, and you progress the story, and then you keep going, you keep going. And there's talent trees, and there's customization options for your, there's different weapons. Um, and it just works. The combat's fluid. FPS is good on Switch. It just mm-hmm. it's highly, highly addictive. And a lot of people that aren't fans of roguelites that I've talked to or seen reviews on, for whatever reason, this game is clicking with a lot of people that aren't fans of the genre. I myself like roguelites. Like I'm a fan of roguelites, so um, it clicked with me anyways. But I, I it, it it's working for a lot of people with a lot of different gaming backgrounds. So I think that's why it's that's why I think it might have game of the year uh, material because it seems to appease to a lot of different uh, mm-hmm. different audiences. Yeah, what I find interesting about Hades is that like the story is actually good. Like in most really good, ro- yeah. most roguelites have minimal to no story whatsoever, right? But the way the the storytelling of this game is, is genius. Like I think uh, I read an article today saying like there's ten. 10 hours worth of dialogue in the game just like if purely if people speaking in the game and Erebus I know you said there's like I don't know how many dialogue options there are but like it's absolutely ridiculous like I haven't seen the same thing said twice I haven't seen the same thing said twice either and the uh, the the trick one of the tricks they did is that Zagreus is actually voiced by the guy that does the music in the game he's one of like the higher uh, I think he's he does a couple things his name's Darren something um, but it was kind of a joke, apparently, the backstory that he kind of did a couple sample voice lines for Zagreus and the, and the creative director or the guy in charge or whoever kind of thought his personality was perfect for it. So they used him. So they used his he, they spent three years uh, doing a lot more voice acting than you typically see in a game. And I think that's why there's there's they, a, a few of the voice actors are in-house like they're just, they just mm-hmm. work at the studio. So you have a lot of 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 different voice options and things that i noticed like if you beat the the first boss or fight the first first boss a certain way she might later reference that um back at the starting area like there's yeah. just different like it's very tailored voice options it's really cool yeah it's wild Have and you it's all voice acted yeah yeah and, that, and that's insane too right like it's literally everything is voice acted what do you think of the story boone like are you are you into it at all are you oh oh big time um, it's funny. Uh, well, I'll get to that, but I wanted to go back a little bit. Um, what Erebus was saying about uh, he himself is a fan of roguelike. I I wouldn't have said that I'm a fan of them, uh, but I don't dislike them either. Uh, the first one that I ever tried was Wizard of Legend. Yeah. If I know you like that, Keltar. I don't know. If yeah. I think we like we play that for the. F- did we play that for the yeah. first time together? You showed me that game, and yeah. then I downloaded it, and I did enjoy it, but I'd say I, a couple hours max, and then I kind of put it down, never thought about it again. Mm. And so that was my first of that type, and I, it never really, like I said, I didn't not like it. It just, it was kind of right in the middle for me, so I never really cared for that type. Yeah. And uh, one of my friends... um had told me about this game or i saw actually i saw on my profile that he was playing it online so i asked him what it was like because i had heard a little bit about it he said it was amazing and he couldn't stop playing so i said all right i'll check into a few reviews or or whatever about it and uh i did and i was like this looks pretty interesting and i downloaded it and i i feel like like based on this game that this is my favorite genre of games if that makes sense all yeah. of a sudden, like it, it really, really does work. And 
what you said about the story, I never would have even expected there to be a good story in this yeah. type of game. With the mm-hmm. with a game where the idea is you just always start from the beginning, always mm-hmm. start from the beginning. How could there be a story? But there mm-hmm. is, and it works really well. Yeah. I always have this mindset where I'm like, I hate wasting time, whether it's in a game or no matter what I'm doing. So typically for me as well, like if I was playing a game that was purely reset, like every new game was 100% reset, um, mm-hmm. I typically wouldn't have interest in that. But the fact that um, there is progress that carries over, there is story that progresses every time you die, almost not encouraging you to die, but it's almost like you have something to look forward to when you die, mm-hmm. right? That, yeah. that, that is incredible to me that they're able to pull that off so well. That's one of the biggest things with the roguelite genre. Like I played. So one of the things that roguelites have done recently is they've added, you know, newer ones have added progression systems, which I think solved a lot of the problem. Cause like one of the first ones that I played was enter the gungeon and it was fun. But when you died, there wasn't like you, you literally based, well, you essentially started fresh again and there was no story elements. So, you rage like I'm, I rage in games. I get mad when I play games if I die. So it's 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 uh, I, I, I'm trying to when I don't beat it, it frustrates me and I just get frustrated and eventually quit the game. But with Hades, it's it's almost like welcoming. Like it's like you die. It is and like you're, you're mad for a second, just for a second. You're like, oh, you know, crap, I, I screw that up or, you know, misplay it or whatever. And then you emerge from like the little blood pool. And then you've got new dialogue options, and hey, you know, Hades is saying something to you, and the other, you know, uh, uh, Athricate, oh, Athricate, my God, Achilles is uh, is there saying uh, saying stuff, and uh, like there's all these cool just characters that are, you don't know what they're going to say. Sometimes they're missing. Sometimes they're engaged with each other, and then they, it seems it's ve- it, it seems very personalized and customized. Obviously, some of it's on rails and progresses normally, but then there's so much c- customized voice options at you depending on what happened in your game and uh i I don't know it's just it's just it's addictive and then you're just it's kind of got that just one more set thing where you're oh it's one in the morning like you're like i'll just do and it's a really easy pick up and play you can play it for 20 minutes put it down or really it's good except it's hard to play it for only 20 minutes exactly (laughs) for sure but you can but you can yeah if you can if you have the willpower to turn yes that's right yeah but i just find it amazing like you can you can start the fight or, or start the dungeon or whatever it's called. And then you see like Zeus's boon. So you like pick up like something from Zeus and he says something to you. And then like, you might pick up like something from Poseidon and then Poseidon's like, ah, you got Zeus's thing from before. That's awesome. And I, me and Zeus get along or don't get along, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then like, you might pick up something later on and that relates back to that. And it's just like the yeah. amount of like permutations, whatever the word is that would like, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy how many different combinations of, dialogue options there it's, it's i've, I've it's never really, really seen it for, like that before in any game it's re, it's really good for the noob gamers too like because like there's a thing called the mirror uh mirror or something uh i can't remember what the, the exactly yeah. what's called it's the mirror in your bedroom and you get passive kind of upgrades um over time like you can spend currency that you get basically and keep upgrading and upgrading and upgrading so you get stronger and stronger and stronger over time. so if you truly suck at the game and you're really like you're really terrible and you can't progress you will naturally just because you you slowly it slowly gets easier and slowly gets easier but to your point it never feels repetitive because you go through you have different boons different gods helping you each time mm. you could have like sometimes you get that kind of god combo where you're just like trucking through it because you've got like some good synergies going on and other times mm. it's a struggle and then uh, i don't know you guys how far are you guys in the game have you guys cleared it I've I've gotten to the third level, uh, Elysium, I think it's called. Yeah, I, I've, I, I've I, gotten to the. Oh, sorry, did I cut you? No, go ahead. I've gotten to the second boss twice, but I've died both times. Okay, that, so I've, I've gotten. I've beaten it um, twice, but and obviously I won't get into spoilers. But what I will say about the story is, once you clear it, there's a massive story element. Uh, wicked voice acting really cool cinematography like in the game like that walks you through what happens essentially you 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 emerge you 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 get out right mm-hmm. at like you you and then there's a story thing and then but for story related reasons there's a reason you go back in and you keep going and going and going so you you keep mm-hmm. obviously you you still keep Dude. doing the same thing over and over again but otherwise it's like, it. what's the point yeah but again without spoilers each time you clear it it progresses the story further mm-hmm. but 
it, so it, right now for me, it's it's crazy because if I die early, I'm progressing the story in the main, like the part that you guys are familiar with. But if mm. for, if I can clear it, then there's a different sense of story progression. So it's just it keeps it keeps right. adding on layer upon layer upon layer, and um, and the weapons. Uh, I showed this to Kelther. I don't. I don't think this is really. I, is that a spoiler? What happens with the weapons, Kelther? I don't. I don't think it is. Mm, I think it's just not really. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the weapons. Once you. Once you. Um, uh, I think it's once you beat the game, or is it after you unlock them all? I can't remember. But the uh, essentially the weapons have four different versions, and you can spend what's called Titan's blood on customizing and investing into different weapons. So it completely changes up the play styles for every weapon. So mm. it's just, it, it, it's just crazy. You got the weapon customization, the mirror, different talent mm. things. You've got the gods, you've got like, there's apparently like some kind of dating simulation you can go through. I don't, I don't mm. even know how that works, but apparently with the gifting system, you can give people gifts and it like progresses romantic relationships and stuff like that. So it's got just so much stuff built in. I was I was going to talk about that. Do you do you guys know much about that? I know that is part of the game where you can get um, to nectars, I think, and you give the mm-hmm. nectars to yeah. different NPCs in the game. And and I know if you give uh, the first nectar you give to each one, they give you uh, it's some kind of it's called a keepsake, and that's like a passive yes. ability you can have for the entirety of the run. I think right, but. Yeah. I know, but I know you can gift the same one multiple times, and I think that gives you like a legendary keepsake or something but is is there more to the dating part than that yeah apparently apparently there's more i I don't know exactly how it works but there's more you do that is essentially what you do you just keep giving them gifts and stuff but yeah there's i guess i think it's more story based like i think there's just dialogue things that unlock and different uh, okay different things but what i did here too so i've beaten the game twice two or three times and uh apparently once you beat it 10 times it unlocks what's called the epilogue, which is a whole, and I don't even know what it is, it, but it, but it's a whole new thing within the game, like the whole new story thing, new type of progression thing. Hmm. So the credits actually don't really roll till you beat uh, the final boss four times or ten times, I should say. Right. So yeah. it's uh, and then that opens up a whole other part of the game. So it's just it, it's it's not it's like when you look on Steam, there's people three, four, five hundred hours in the game. Hmm. Uh, so it, it's pretty deep, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I know I read an article too uh, from Supergiant saying the game Pyre. I don't know anything about their game Pyre, but apparently it had multiple endings, but they had no real incentive to get people to find the other endings. Whereas mm-hmm. it seems like they fixed that for this game, right? It's almost yes. like they, you you naturally go through the story just from playing it over and over and over, which incentivizes you to keep going. Oh, it's nuts! Such a good game. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what weapons do you guys like the best? Uh, Boone, let's go to you first. What what uh, what's your go to normally? Um, I just unlocked the uh, the trident, but I haven't used it yet. So, based on the other three, uh, I'm going to say the bow. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I don't know. I had a really good run the other day with the shield because of nice. the boons that I got. So it's funny that my name is Boone and there's Boons in this game. <laughs> um, but I kind of this is kind of going off topic, so I won't spend too long on this. But just another example of how good this game is. Um, like you think you know how your run is going to be, but now that I have a little bit of knowledge about what Boons I come across, I almost find myself thinking, like, oh, now I wish I had have taken the shield instead of the bow because last time i got this boom yeah with the shield and Definitely. that worked out really great and now it's not really doing the same for me this time so it's not even like you know how it's going to be just out of the gate with your weapon but uh that's just kind of a side note in my opinion how how yeah i don't know, customizable that's yeah. not the right word but how many variations you're going to play you're never going to play the same one no definitely you would everyone is different yeah yeah the the worst feeling uh, is when you have i guess i'll just say the bow for now yeah the bow the worst feeling is when you have the best build like you have the best boons everything's clicking and then you just die from something really stupid and you lose all of it (laughs) yes that is the worst happened yeah i think that's a common thing in a lot of roguelites though when you get certain builds oh yeah yeah like you like i'll go through a room and i'll have dodged everything and then in the next room, I'll just be standing in a pit of fire for 10 seconds without <laughs> noticing it. Yeah. 
no for just sure what happens yeah um what, what are the weapons there's there's bow try uh, the trident the sword and the shield the shield there's six right yeah there's six now if you guys know what they are i'd prefer not to know because okay. i haven't seen them yet <laughs> okay. just, there's just blank spots there oh there's blank spots i actually don't think yeah. i know them all either no so yeah. if you do know what the other two okay. are, we'll, I'd we'll leave that here because I like the element of surprise. So of of the ones we mentioned, Erebus, unless there's another one that you like better. <laughs> like yeah, better. Of those four. <laughs> yeah, what, there's what six. I thought it, I thought it showed all six on the thing. I thought they no, were set up no, on no, I think it shows once you get f- like three, then it shows the fourth, and when you get four, it shows the five. Oh, I I, okay. No, but I don't think that's right either because I could see all four right from the beginning. Maybe, maybe um, that's I what mean, it is. I could see the sword, shield. Well, I had the sword, but I could see the shield, bow, and trident from the beginning. Um, now I don't know. I just I haven't played with the trident yet. Maybe when you play with that, you come back, you'll see the other two. I don't know. Mm. But, you guys are talking about the spear, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. yeah. yeah, the one the spear you can sick. throw it and press the same button and it comes yeah. back to you and stuff. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, so out of that, I've been Maybe using, I've been using the, uh, what have I been using? The shield. I, yeah, when I, at that stage of the game, I was using the shield almost exclusively. The shield. I, is really I, fun. I, I, yeah. I love the charge mechanic. It's it's probably the easiest weapon to get your first win on, um, okay. because a lot of, because it can block. So you can like you can hold you can perpetually just hold down a block and then like take a bunch of hits and then in between attacks charge and then mm-hmm. and you can you can get boons and different buffs for it to make it really really strong on the charge. Um, so it's 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 good for that way to learn mechanics without taking hits and then That's I actually true. find yeah so it's 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 pretty good. There's a, a weapon I won't say what the weapon is, but there's a there's a weapon that I, you unlock that I'm obsessed like it's the sixth weapon and i uh that's what i've i mainly play now that's what i've invested oh yeah i remember you showing it to me yeah it was yeah so i've invested my titan blood into it and uh the other system that unlocks and again this is not um this is just to kind of show the longevity of the game it's called the heat system so um to incentivize uh when you say like when you beat the game obviously like what's the challenge right so like you, ha- you know if you if you beat it and you've got good boons and your mirrors unlocked like what we you know what what's the incentive to keep playing like how do you how do you keep it challenging so what they do is the titan's blood is what you unlock to let to edit the weapons like i said it's different aspects on the weapons um but the titan's blood are only good for like if you beat a boss on what's called heat zero which is what you guys are playing on now you get blood for that the first time after that, you don't get any blood once you beat each boss. Um, then you can go through heat levels. So when you add heat level one, heat level two, heat level three, you have to put debuffs on uh, in the game. So for example, you could have to go to heat level one, you could pick the option. Okay, each room has twenty percent more enemies. Mm-hmm. Or when you stand in traps or magma, it does six hundred percent more damage to you. Yeah, and that. But you I have to that. pick. Yeah. So. The, the addictive part of it is is that you put heat level one on, right? So you have that one debuff, and then you beat the game again. But because you beat it on heat one with a specific weapon, you've got the blood for that heat, and you can't go any farther unless you go to heat two, and then heat three. So you keep adding debuff, debuff. So it just keeps getting harder and harder mm-hmm. over time. So it's really cool. It's, it, 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 it's, just, it's a really cool system mm-hmm. to just make, make sure that the game yeah. is still fresh for you. I, th- mm. I think that's a common. I don't know if it's common, but I, I know I know certainly um, slay the spire, Boone. You probably know too. I think that has a similar system. Okay. I think every time you beat the game, then you can ascend or something. And yeah, then it, ascension levels. That's what yeah, and then it adds no, some kind a, of debuff or something. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've since I've played. Um, yeah. I did play that game a lot in a compact amount of time. Yeah, same here. <laughs> but I did I did make it to did make it to what those uh ascension levels i think is what they were called. yeah and yeah it was essentially the same thing i think enemies were stronger by 20 percent more or, yeah like or, stuff like or, that or what have you yeah it's a cool uh yeah it is it just keep incentivizes you to keep coming back and challenge yourself right so it's cool and there's a big uh there's a big speed running community in this game now too on uh that's what a lot of twitch stuff is with this game oh yeah people doing speed runs so it's, mm. it's cool and I'd be happy to beat it with a slow run, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy just to beat it, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a good feeling when you finally. Uh, my first one is just I got you get like that crazy combo with boons, like something just clicks, and then you're yeah, you kind of just ride all the way through. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, Boone and I were talking about this earlier, I think last night, but like I, I, I don't find the game crazy hard, but it's very punishing if you make a mistake. Does that make sense? Like it's hard because I haven't even gotten to the end, but it's not like yeah, it's not yeah, like a Dark yeah. Souls hard if that makes any sense. It's interesting talking about the difficulty of it, and I guess to keep it in the same genre, I'll talk about Wizard of Legend. And earlier I said that was the only one I played, but I guess I played Slate Aspire as mm-hmm. well, which is the same type of game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was thinking because it's cards that it's, it wasn't yeah. that type of game, but anyways, it, I would say it is. Um, but it, yeah, it's hard to rate it difficulty-wise because, I mean, well, I haven't beaten it yet, so yeah. it's not, you can't call it easy, Yeah, but... I've beaten the first boss a couple times and I really enjoyed myself and yeah. I don't feel it's kind of weird. I don't feel punished for dying mm-hmm. because like you both mentioned earlier, there's always something interesting back at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't even feel the frustration of it. So I, I think I haven't even tried to come up with a difficulty rating for it because it, I enjoy every part of it. That's a really good point. Like and maybe rewarded. Maybe that's why it doesn't f- feel super difficult because it's like if you die, it's like, yeah, whatever, I'll just, I'll just go again. Whereas if it was another game, you'd probably like throw your controller across the room. And yeah, because for it's, restarting. it's like, oh, great, I have, uh, I, I found this nectar and now I have enough gemstones to do the, like, to do the things that I wanted to do back mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. And so now it's almost like I have two goals to keep going or to die. So either way, I win. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can yeah. keep upgrading. Like the mirror is cool too because you keep adding a little bit, of, a bit of yeah. abilities to it. And yeah, I, li- I like how they rotate the weapons so that like you get a twenty percent darkness buff if you. That's use, right. Yeah, like, that's wicked. Control. So it yeah. kind of incentivizes using different weapons, to, mm-hmm. so it freshens up the play style too. But yeah, it's just it's like they perfected. They just perfected the gameplay loop. That it just like yeah. you you die, you come back, you have stuff to do with the hub. It's cool. It's a different part of the game, and then you. Um, you go back out, and um, and uh, and it's just the way they do the voice acting, the music, and everything. It just really immerses you. Um, mm. I find it's weird comparison to bring up, but I find in Breath of the Wild because there's very few single player games that grip me. I'm primarily a multiplayer gamer. Um, I just can't get hooked on single player games. A lot of the ones I play, I just I don't have the drive to, to play them. But one of the other ones that I played extensively was was was. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I've not been able to play any other Zelda games. I can't get into it. And I find it's the same kind of thing. It it perfected the gameplay loop of having the shrines and kind of going in there and doing your thing. And then you're out in the world doing... Um, you know, I, I just found the mix of those two things, like the shrines and then the out-in-the-world out gameplay, uh, kind of mixed it up and kept it fresh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there was just different incentives to keep going. And I find that's what Hades has done perfectly is I just consistently feel progress and I feel getting like I'm getting stronger mm. and uh mm. and and you're and the ra- and the randomness like when you even when you're going through and like you get to the door and like I don't know if you guys have had these moments where you're uh like about to die or like you're really close to dying and you're like oh my god I'm not going to make it through another room and then you like by the grace of god see a, a shop or you have some like free heart or something yeah. that just pops yes. up at the perfect time yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's a key. It's like it's like you have this massive adrenaline rush, and then you die, and it's like, okay, now I'm going to do some lore yeah. stuff, and it's just cool. It's just yeah, I've never felt so frustrated that I had to turn the game off, which is very rare for a game like this. For a roguelite, yeah, I, like Dead Cells is another roguelite I played uh, quite extensively, yeah. which had a good progression system. I did like the progression in it, um, but I got so mad in that game every time mm-hmm. I died. Every time I died, I, and, I, and I turned it off many times just because I was just triggered for some yeah. reason, which Bo- has not happened to me in Hades. Boone, are you familiar with Dead Cells? No, I mean I've heard of it, but I've never, I've never played it. Okay. I don't even think I've watched like a trailer for no? it or anything. But, but well, see, prior to I'll say four or five days ago, this is a genre that I never would have found myself interested in, mm-hmm. and now I don't know. It's almost like there's part of me that thinks that I want to go check them out. But there's also part of me that's thinking, well, this game, uh, I'm getting the impression that this game, game has kind of set the bar for these. So yeah. uh, I worry that if I did go and try anything else, it's not going to 
compare mm-hmm. or maybe i have a new appreciation well, for the genre well that was that was going to lead to my next point i was going to say like what exactly sets this game apart from other roguelite games when and, and we can use dead cells in the discussion or other games for example uh i would say accessibility is the biggest thing like i think dead cells and other roguelites like i it, depending on what appeals to you um usually the focus of the roguelite is the combat so like dead cells i would argue in some cases has better combat than hades um dead cells combat is absolutely is incredible it is the way that it works and but i don't think hades hades has good combat the controls are tight the fps is good all that stuff is good but i don't think it's what makes it it's the whole package of the game so like i find like the roguelite part of it is like just a, a subset of a bigger of a bigger game so if you like I, I would say that this game, you know, to your Bama hot boon is, uh, <laughs> is, uh, is I, I think I, I, if I was to bet, if I was betting man, I would say you wouldn't, if, depending on what part of the roguelite in within Hades that you like, hmm. but if it's the lore, the fact that when you die, you're progressing some story and some stuff like that, like the story progression, I think is unique to Hades. I don't think that's in any other roguelites that I'm aware of. I think Everspace might be the only other one that does that, uh, which is a space, uh, roguelite but it's very primitive compared to to uh to this mm. so if that's what appeals to you but because the other ones are a lot more kind of like just it's you know competitive it's it or competitive with yourself i guess it's just it's, it's focused right. on the combat it's focused on the roguelite mm-hmm. and just going farther each time and knowing when you die you're you're back at the start and you just do it all over again yeah. like that's the because i think uh, well, maybe i would give dead cells a try then in that case because i don't know it's kind of split for me the combat and the storyline mm-hmm. and stuff in Hades. So I, I, but I do like the combat enough, like that mm-hmm. side of it enough to maybe think about trying Dead yeah. Cells. Yeah, if you like the combat, Dead, Dead Cells is really, really good combat. Really yeah. good. A few, if I've, I've, on Reddit and different places, a lot of people share the sentiment that I have. Like Dead Cells is awesome for about twenty hours, but then it's almost like you've seen everything the game has. It's still fun, and you can still progress, but it's almost like it gets a bit repetitive. And there's a drop, a huge drop-off point. I find, and and I think Erebus, you were kind of the same way. Same exact thing. I was addicted for probably 20, 25 hours, and then I just stopped. Yeah, like, I couldn't. But whereas discuss. Hades feels fresh, like every run, like it's like almost mm-hmm. like not not playing, not you're playing a different game, but it's like you know something different is going to happen. Whereas Dead Cells is like you might find a different weapon to pick up or something, but the, the core experience is basically the same thing every time. That's I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people would disagree, but that's my experience with it. Mm-hmm. But and and in well, whole, I think, I think there's enough variance for it to feel different every time. I would agree with that. Yeah. And this is a whole separate discussion. We could we could have a whole topic on this, but there's rogue likes and rogue lights. So rogue like, I did a little bit of research today. Is my understanding is more of like a uh, over like your a top down view of a strategy. Uh, RPG kind of thing and when you restart you have you have zero progression so like run three or run five you have the exact same amount of um, progress that you had at the very beginning whether you play for a thousand hours or one it's like there's no progress at all whereas rogue lights are more like Hades and dead cells and slay the sp- uh, I, don't, I don't I can't remember slay the spire now yeah slay the spire like you progress like I think you unlock different cards and slay the spire so basically there is prog- there is a progression aspect in these games and to me, like I said, I don't like wasting time. I don't like picking up a game and, and that and put in a hundred hours and get nothing like nothing to show for it. You know what I'm saying? So I personally like the roguelite genre better that way. But do you guys kind of feel the same? So this way about is that? light. Yeah. Light, so L I T E. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know there was a difference. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's. Uh, I, I, I'm on the same way. Like progression for me in in most in most games is like essential. Like I'm mm-hmm. the same way. Like I feel I, I want to feel like I'm earning something and progress, especially in something single player too. Like multiplayer, yes. like Rocket League. Multiplayer is different. Different story. For all, sure. all, you're you're trying to get just more skill to compete against your friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in single mm-hmm. player, I find like I need some sort of you know achievement or reward system to like keep me going in the game yeah and the argument i've heard against roguelites is that um the reward for a, a rogue like is that um 
just from progress uh you progress in in within yourself i guess it's like if you get yes. better at the game and you progress right. further in the game that itself is a reward because you are getting better at the game which is fine it, but not that just doesn't it, it fit is, my personality I, I would i would argue i would argue to those people that it's it's way more repetitive like mm-hmm. i find with hades i still think there's a lot of skill in it and like i said the heat system is implemented in those types of things so but by you getting stronger um it changes up the gameplay like mm-hmm. you it, it changes it completely yeah, and that's like a good thing that's a good point because I, I get what they're saying um okay you beat it like with with nothing i'll say even <laughs> yeah. though like you did build up more skill but yeah in hades and we've talked about this you can get boons and they change like your your gameplay and stuff and you might get lucky and get a really good combination that does make you you know a little bit stronger than with the exact same number of boons but they're different but there's also the aspect that okay i've never played with this combination before so i'm going in this room and i'm learning how to do it now i mean you know you're you know what buttons to press for each moves and stuff but like you're only you have no time or or memory or experience to develop the exact strategy you're going to use based on the boon you just got because you may have never used it with Mm -hmm. the other ones that you have does that make sense that's a good point too so you're almost having to adapt on the fly as you go anyways yeah and and i mean i know some of them are really strong so like depending (laughs) on what they are it's not a hard thing to adapt to but Mm -hmm. it's still it it still is a certain combination that you may have never played before that's a good point yeah yeah like i'm i'm I've done 45 runs or something like that. Uh, tip, if you buy the pool, uh, or the I think it's called a pool, uh, from the vendor with the crystals, uh, the, the, that you can like edit your room and house and stuff. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, there's a pool you can buy for your room. It goes right next to your bed, and you can click on the pool. And it's something called like looking into the past, but you basically click it, and it tells you how many foes you've slain and also how many runs that you've done. So it's cool oh, just to keep track cool, of yeah. it's cool just for stat tracking. Mm. Um, but anyways, I think I've done like 45 runs, but yeah, like I'm, ha- I have a different combo every single time. There's also things called duo boons. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen those yet. Like they're, they can happen like sometimes where like you might have Poseidon and Zeus, you might have boons. Oh yes. I've had those a couple of times. And, and then sometimes randomly Poseidon and Zeus will offer you a duo boon. So like a, a boon combined that does like a combination of things. So oh, no, again, never mind. oh no i haven't seen that yeah i thought you so meant like where that. one like gets pissed off and like you attacks you and, like, yeah. yeah so that, yeah that's so that what you guys are talking about is a specific room so like there's a room where you pick a boon and then out of between two of them and then the other guy gets mad and attacks you and then you mm-hmm. have to survive yeah. and then you get his boon as well those rooms are amazing if you can survive but they're hard mm-hmm. um but no you eventually you have duo i don't know maybe it's unlocked later on but i don't remember unlocking i thought it was mm-hmm. part of the normal thing but there's duo boons so you'll you'll have like boons for zeus and poseidon and then all of a sudden you'll uh you'll pick up uh um a boon and uh all of a sudden zeus will start talking to poseidon or poseidon will start talking to zeus or whatever and then uh but it's triggered by you having the boons for both of them and then uh they'll offer he'll offer you like a boon that's combined so it'll like do lightning and water stuff and like that's, ins- that's that kind crazy of stuff. Cool. so that so, so that just makes it up again yeah so that like you have a whole new yeah, that's kind like of subset. Li- it sounds like it's like limitless. Like how do they heck do yeah. they come up with all these yeah. dialogue options? I know, but I, but I think it's really cool that they they, which I, we've kind of touched on, is they they sprinkle in because clearly you guys. So they sprinkle in new features. So like that's also keeps it really fresh. Like they keep sprinkling on new things like the heat system and the weapon progression system and the duo boons and like mm-hmm. so that also keeps it fresh. Because and I'm sure there's more that I haven't seen. I'm only probably 25 or 30 hours in, but sure. once you yeah, like you just keep adding on little things. So I think I think what I said to Kelthar before the podcast started, which I you know could be would I'd argue with people is whether you like the game or not. I think it's objectively what you could call a perfect game in that uh, just the way that it's designed uh, appeals to a wide variety of audience. I would I would have trouble. I would I would like to see someone that would critique this game from from a like non. Like you know, some people some people obviously won't like the game for different reasons, but actually critique it as a bad game. I'd love mm. to see like what a bad review. I, I, I didn't research anything beforehand, but mm. I would. I, I really feel like this game does all of like the core what you want to see. Like, there's some fundamental principles in this game that a lot of gaming companies should look at. 
mm-hmm. and uh, and try to adopt. I think in terms of just you could you could adopt it to, to different types of games, um, but just to, just to just to keep people playing and incentivize gameplay and stuff like that. Like there's yeah. just there's some cool things that they've done that well, I think could be. Applied we'll we'll aim to wrap up this discussion here then. Like so. We're saying it could perhaps be a game of the year. You're saying it could per- perhaps be close to a perfect game, and you, and you can't mm. see how anyone could call it a bad game. So, yeah, like, are there any issues with the game that have stood out for you guys? Or, like, do you agree? Like, do you think it could be game of the year or maybe a perfect game? Like, Boone, what do you think about that? I mean, I I already had a feeling that I have only seen a small percentage of it so far. I was thinking like maybe five to 10%. Now, after hearing this, I'm thinking maybe one to 2%. Of it. <laughs> and, and I've, I've loved every minute of that. So I, I don't know. I agree with those points. I know this is supposed to be a controversial channel, but I, yeah. I can't disagree with anything that's been said because it's just so good. It's just, the story is riveting. The gameplay is just so enjoyable. It's so easy to learn but difficult to master and Mm -hmm. i don't know i can't i'm i'm having a hard time coming up with any anything critical about it so if you traditionally hate roguelike or roguelite games would you still like this game and i know you kind of touched on this boon because you were saying like it's not really a genre that stuck out for you that you've really committed any time to but like like, do you think if there's someone who like absolutely hates Binding of Isaac and Dead Cells and Enter the Gungeon and all these kind of games, like, do you think they would be drawn to this game? I do. I really do. I, I and I, I guess it would be hard for me to speak for someone who says they hate them. But if anyone's listening and who's on the fence or would even say that you know I just don't like them, I would say, you know, I was someone who would. I, I never would have called myself a fan of them, like I said. Um, and uh, it, I don't know, it never would have been on my radar. I don't know. I i don't know. I'm finding it hard to, yeah. I, it's almost like I'm as confused explaining that as I am coming up with the difficulty rating about it. Yeah. <laughs> like I was saying, I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a gem, right? It's a, it's a, it is. And maybe that's why it has me off. Like games like this don't come around very often. As far very as rare. You see something like universally, like universally praised. Like praised like this. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, it's, it's really tough. Like I, the only type of person I think would be like, like if you're, if you, if, if, there's certain people that just don't like story stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like there's people that will just go purely for gameplay. But even there, like the gameplay is phenomenal. So you mm-hmm. you'd almost need to be a combination of somebody that doesn't like story and doesn't like the repetition of roguelites for whatever yeah. reason. Like that would be the only type of person I think that wouldn't like it, which I think is a small, very small yeah. group of people. I, hence why the reviews are so favorable. Yeah. Um, but even the story, I mean, it's not like it, it. It's not like there's all these long, drawn out cutscenes. I mean, you can rush the story if you wanted to. I don't know why yeah. you would want to because it's very interesting. But you can yeah. rush that if you if you really didn't care for yeah. it. I, I think the other thing we didn't touch on too is the concept is very original. Like it's not that I've never mm-hmm. seen anything like this. Like it's it, like in mm-hmm. terms of how just the whole idea of your Hades son escaping hell for a variety mm-hmm. of reasons and then as you guys will see as you when you beat it like yeah. what, how the story progresses well, from there to me the con- the concept is familiar it's just they've expanded on it so much it's never mm-hmm. been done like that because like yeah typically a roguelite yeah you're a level one you try to get to the end and right but they're they're changing yeah. it like you're at the bottom trying to escape from this dungeon or whatever yeah you're yeah. in right so it's just i guess like if you wouldn't if you're not a fan of action games um and you typically play like I don't know simulation games or heavily story based like walking simulator type games. Then yeah, you're probably not going to like this, right? But if you're someone who likes any kind of action whatsoever in a game, to me, you're the, the, there's nothing not to like, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Would you agree with that? <laughs> like, I, I think I, so. I, I, I think if you're a fan of gaming in general, though, like I could just kind of circling back is like you owe yourself to play this game. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. it's just it's like again it's it, and it's made it's not made by like some multi you know some massive studio that had a lot of resources like they did this i like i said they used they didn't use professional voice actors for some of the voice acting it's just people that worked on the game like the guy that did the music for example yeah, did a good way to character. save money <laughs> like they they really it's like a passion project 
And if you look at their other games, Bastion, Pyre, and Transistor, Bastion and, pa- and Transistor are actually on sale for $3 each on the Switch eShop at the three or four bucks. Uh, I- I'm actually probably going to pick them up tonight. Um, I haven't tried them, but the- if you look their reviews up, universally praised as well. Yeah. Uh, they're not roguelites, but they're um, apparently Hades takes a lot of elements. So like it has Bastion's combat, but Transistor's art design for Hades. So like it's they- they've stole, you know, take- taken a lot of stuff from their other games and put it into yeah. this. Um, so, I mean, they're just, they're just a developer that I think knows how to make good games Yeah, and there's no like microtransactions. Well, how many other games have you played that repeat di- the same dialogue over and over and over? Like, and, and I, I legitimately have not heard the same line twice. I know. And th- yeah. there's not many games. I don't, I don't know. I can't think of another game that say that. Yeah. What other game has been like that? That you, I, I haven't played one. Not that I know. No, of. I can't think of the, I don't the only, so. the only thing that I can think of was uh no never mind that's not even an example of one i can't right on Mm. we got to wrap this discussion up any any final thoughts before we go to the trivia anything you want to say about hades uh erebus will start with you there uh amazing game amazing concept great gameplay um awesome game on the switch something i didn't mention as well uh for people that like i might double dip uh and i don't normally double dip on games but uh, it's gonna. It's not out yet, but it will have cross save functionality with PC. So if you do want right. to run it on your PC and run it at you know a little bit better graphics, some uh, better FPS and stuff, um, you can run it on Steam, save your game, and then pop it on the Switch. That kind of thing. I love games that do that. Witcher Three does it as well. Um, I, and I'm hoping it's more you know more games do that in the future because it's cool to have the the choice oh, yeah. and variety. But definitely. Uh, and no, it's it. Yeah, I mean, 99% of people should try this mm-hmm. like, or everyone should try it. It's very rare. I, I think everybody will get something out of the game. Mm-hmm. And so I don't even think it's that expensive, right? It's like 20 or 25 bucks. It's not that bad, but it's yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 I can't, I, the game must look beautiful on like 144 Hertz. Like with all, I, this, I, with yeah, all the stuff going across the screen, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to try sweet. it. Sweet. Boom. Final thoughts on Hades. Um, I, I'm going to echo all that. Go pick it up. If you haven't already, I'm going to play it after this. I'm <laughs> kind of looking forward to this being over so I can play it. <laughs> Fair enough. That's it. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say the exact same thing. If you haven't played this game, like you need to at least watch a few videos to convince yourself to go get it. If we haven't convinced you already, like just watch some videos. You will want to give it. If you're a gamer, I would be very surprised if you don't like this game. If you don't like yeah. this game, let us know because I, I want to know who you are. Yeah, I'd love <laughs> to hear why. Yeah, I, that's that's true. I would like to talk to somebody that doesn't like it. Yeah, it's true. And and one final note, you said go go watch a few videos about it. Um, now you have to take these comments with a grain of salt. But every review or trailer I've seen, I, I like to scan down through the comments, and I've seen several of these comments on all these on all the videos that I've watched of people saying that I I I don't like or I don't care for this genre but this game is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I honestly think it's objectively amazing incredible game. It's, yeah. And Athricus in the chat says I hate this game. <laughs> there, you go, there you go. We'll have to have Athricus on next week and uh yeah. That's why he hasn't been, that's why he's not on the show tonight cuz he literally doesn't know anything about this game. So Hopefully, after this discussion, Athricus, you will have bought this game immediately. I'm sure you he will. He just hates that he played this game. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm. He's just so mad that he hasn't played it. You're right. Yeah, there's a few words missing. Yeah, right on. Well, that'll do it for the discussion of the game. Let's just clue up today. Uh, this is a, a segment I always like to do at the end of every show. It's, I, I call it trivia. And I'll ask a games-related question to these guys that ideally they don't already know the answer to. It's kind of like an educated guess they have to make at the end. But it does directly have to do with Hades. So, yeah. So Hades was developed by Supergiant Games, as we've talked about earlier in the show. And they created Bastion and Transistor and Pyre. So Hades is their fourth game. How many employees work at Supergiant Games? So is it A, 5, B, 20, C, 50, or D, 100? So how many employees work at Supergiant Games? Is it 5, 20, 50, or 100? Uh, 
Yeah, I think I have, and, I guess. And I'll say this number has not gone up since Hades has been released. It's been a steady number, like, the whole time. I'll give that as a hint. So, Boone, you got an answer. Erebus, do you have an idea? I think I know, yeah. Okay. Um... Okay, Boone, we'll, we'll start with you. What do you think? How many employees work at Supergiant Games? I'm guessing a five. A five. Any particular reason you're going with five? I I don't know. Before you said the numbers, uh, I just wanted to say the lowest number that you were going to say. That's what I had in my mind. Okay. So you think it's only five employees. Erebus, what do you think? I, I'm fairly sure it's 20. Um I, I think it's either twenty or fifty, but I know I know I, I've, I've read a lot about this company, and I know like I, I've read that they've stayed static. Um, they also have like the same people uh, still there that were part of Bastion and Transistor and everything. Like this, that Darren guy I mentioned that does Zagreus, he's been there since the very beginning on other games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't. I'm uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I I'm gonna guess twenty. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Yeah. All right. So Boone's going with five. He thinks it's only a very small amount, and Erebus is going with 20. Well, Erebus, you got yourself another point, my friend. There you go. The answer is 20. So um, since the release of Hades in early access up until now, it's still been 20. Just 20 people that they have, which... Even it's not five, but twenty is is an impressive number really to pull off a yeah, game like small, this yeah. with the amount of dialogue and depth and, oh, yeah. and it's unbelievable. Twenty people must be some rich people there with that small of a. I'd say they're there. making bank from. I'd say yeah. they were already doing pretty well with those other games. Now yeah. I think their other games were considered underrated. I think this is the one that's actually meeting. Mm, I don't know. Bastion's underrated. Bastion's pretty. Uh, I think. I think it's still considered pretty underrated. Like I, I consider. Really? I think it's considered like an incredible game, but not uh, a worldwide acclaim. Yeah. Not not to the level of Hades, anyway. It's got you twenty on sale on the Switch right now. Yeah, they're. I, I think it's got another day on it, so they're no, they're eighty percent off. Uh, Bastion oh. and Transistor, and they're both. Uh, Pyre is only on PC. But Bastion and Transistor are, um, yeah, Bastion's got 24,000 overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's a pretty good, uh, good day. Both of those games are story-based, so they, like, they're same more, kind of graphic more style. Linear, but they're more just, linear, yeah, I think, yeah. A little more linear, yeah, but same yeah. kind of, yeah. What I like about uh, Supergiant on, on, uh, games on their website, it says their, their slogan, or I don't know if it's slogan, but at the top of their page it says, Supergiant Games is a small developer with big ambitions. Yeah, I like, I like and that. They're a lot. definitely achieving that, that for sure. That definitely sums up what Hades is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm just, I've never, I, and I'm not normally, I'm not normally a fan of developers. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really care. I don't normally. <laughs> no, definitely. Kind of, but, but like these guys are like they're so consistent. Like I would trust. Mm-hmm. Same with kind of Cyberpunk, right? With like with CP, whatever they're called, CD like Projekt it's, it's, Red. Yeah. You just trust the developer. Like they, they're so definitely. consistent with what they release. Like they haven't. Yeah. This company hasn't made a bad game. All of their games Definitely. are extremely highly reviewed. Yeah, mm. but like so I said, I can't think of another game that is is this well rounded, like just all around good. Yeah. Like even even Breath of the Wild, I, I can critique it, and a lot of people can, even though it's considered one of the best games of all time. There's still Breath a few issues with it, right? But like, there's a lot. There's a lot of issues with but, it. But, but Hades, still, I, I but Hades, I don't know. I, I honestly can't. So in the comments or message give us an email or something just let us know if you have an issue with hades <laughs> or if you just don't like it please tell us why because we would love to uh hear from you on that all right i think that's gonna do it for us uh Erebus, any final thoughts before we go anything you want to plug or say uh, before we head out uh twitch.tv slash Erebus lost a couple followers uh <laughs> over the last couple of months i'm down to 338 uh, i think and uh I'm going on about five years of not streaming, which is crazy. I can't believe it's been five years. November 2015 was the last time I streamed. And, uh, but next week might be the week that I start streaming. Most likely not, though. <laughs> right on. And uh, Bama Hut Boon. Again, everybody, follow him on Twitch. Give him some love. Give him some support. And you can watch him play Appreciate some it. more Hades and uh, Mario Maker and maybe Mario 35. Anything uh, else you want to plug or anything else you want to say before we head off? No, that's all I've got right now. And uh, I'm hoping to expand. We'll see. Yeah. So 
Is there any time you're typically streaming? Oh, yeah. That was the only thing that I wanted to mention was that I don't have a time yet, but I do plan on in the next week maybe posting a schedule sure. um, on my Twitch page so that at least if you visit it by, I'll say, the end of this week, I'll have a schedule put in and I'll try to keep that updating because it's going to change, but I'll try sure. to always have it updated. Sure. Do you have any other social media or is it just Twitch for now? No, it's just Twitch for now. Just Twitch for now. So cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, as for us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I never cast four, the number four of this. And uh, you can follow me at Kelthar. If you have any questions or comments or, or trivia questions that you want to stump us on, email at us at I never cast for this at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, uh, Twitch. If you're listening on the audio form, you can catch us live at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on Mondays at Twitch tv slash i never cast for this we also have a discord channel and we have a little small community there that we'd love to have you join us there and join us on the discussion we're also on instagram and other forms of social media as well and you can listen to past episodes we've discussed uh, lots of controversial things such as uh achievements in gaming and microtransactions and all sorts of controversial things where we've got some pretty heated debates so uh feel free to watch uh, or listen to old episodes as well and that's going to do it for us. So thank you, Erebus and Bama Hut Boone, for joining. Uh, you, you did great, man. Thank uh, for for being a Thanks, first. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It was great having you uh, on the show for the first back. time. We would love to have you back for sure. And that's going to do it for me. What? And Erebus has already entered the world of VR. <laughs> <laughs> VR looks ridiculous when you're watching somebody else. <laughs> yeah, it does. Right on. All right, guys. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.